It's Tuesday, April 23rd, and I'm feeling like doing some prep. This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. Well, first of all, I got a call in from Spike Pit, so let's let you guys hear that and uh, the responses that I sent to him. Hey Rich, Colin, Spike Pit. Um... I'm looking for some thoughts from you on the subject of character generation. One of the things that crops up when people uh, are getting put off by 5e is the length of time it takes to create a character. I'm guessing you take the technical approach, perhaps using D&D Beyond, but I'm not sure. I know you've talked about this in the past, but refresh my memory, man, if you do. If you don't, are there any steps that you're skipping out? i.e. do you bother with the the traits and the uh, flaws and bonds, stuff like that. Um, I'd welcome your feedback on this, mate. I'm going to speak to a few people and see what I can get together. Anyway, um, thanks a lot, man, and uh, take care. Hey, Colin, it's Rich. So, yeah, I think that uh, making a character can take a long time, but it's definitely a system mastery thing, right? Um, now... I haven't made a character in like two years, so I don't know how well fleshed out I can make a character quickly. Um, but I know with, definitely with D&D Beyond, I can rip through it, um, get the basics down, bare bones. And um, with adventuring equipment, backpacks, I can feel pretty certain that if I go, okay, I'm grabbing an adventurer's kit or I'm grabbing a dungeoneer's kit, then I know that I'm going to be mostly prepared for whatever the uh, DM tries to throw at us. Um, there's also an app called uh D&D 5th edition, or I think it's called 5th edition character app um, that I used to use, and that you can make things blazingly quick as well. Um, but again, I think it's really a system mastery thing, and I'll go into that on uh, my part two. Alright, so there's two situations where I can see myself making a character. Uh, number one would be, hey dude, you want a game tonight? Roll up a character and join us. Or I'm flipping through a book and going, oh man, I would really love to play this character. Um, so the first way, it's going to take a little longer, right? Because I'm going to have to decide what I'm going to be, right? Um, it's usually pretty easy for me. I'll say, is there a healer? They'll say no. I'll say, cool. And I'll pick one of the healing classes, um, which I think is almost all of them now in 5e, right? Um, joking aside, I think sorcerer, cleric, bard, and warlock all can heal now. Um, so... If I don't know what I'm going to be, I'm going to have to read through, you know, the four or five books that uh, it takes that, or that have all the classes and the characters or classes in them. Um, part three. Now, again, with D&D Beyond, that's really easy because I go to the Bard class page and it lists all the different um, sections of bards I can be. I go to Cleric and it shows me all the different domains I can be. Uh, so it makes it really, really easy. Flipping through the books is going to take a, a little more time, but uh, I can see myself finishing a character that I have no idea that I'm making probably uh, under an hour, uh, probably closer to a half hour. Um, and if I want to make a character, I could probably bust through it in 15 minutes and have most, if not all of my crazy ass equipment packed, uh, picked, sorry. Um, I like to pack a lot of gear when I'm going out, so uh, I want to be prepared for everything. Anyway, that's my two coppers, and uh, hope it helps in your little city, Colin. Good hearing from you. 
What do you guys think? If that doesn't about sum it up for you, why don't you head over to Spike Pit and drop him a line, or you can drop me a line and I'll pass the message along. Alright, so it's a Thursday before my gaming night, and you know what I'm doing. I'm sitting down to figure out what the hell they're going to be doing. Um, so far, uh, I've got kind of a... Um, well, I have no idea what they're going to be doing, honestly. Uh, they've got two groups, separated. Um, one in the Shadowfell, one about a week back in time. So, uh, they've got the option to catch up or finish this out. Um, finishing it out is actually going to be quite quick. I think I'm going to recap that uh, in the Facebook later this evening, that um, they are just going to get, boom, straight out of the Shadowfell in the first episode or the first scene um i'll probably make them do a combat that'll probably be my um my strong start but uh aside from that they are not going to be spending much more time in the shadow fell unless they want to all right taking a moment to think about this um i've got a better idea for a strong start my strong start will be putting them on track to get back to zobek so uh, what I've got here is a Dark Fae woman will help the players by showing them to the Shadow Road in town and ends with You Owe Me One. So sometime, somewhere, she will come back and uh, be like, remember that favor I asked you for? Well, this is for it. Um, and I'm thinking it's going to be like um, they're going to have like some capture or kill mission and uh, it's the target's going to be her. So they'll have to let her go or something. But that's just what's in my mind right now. It could come up totally different totally later. Uh, anyway, so uh, here I've got a little quote from her. Concentrate. Yes, you can see it. They move faster here like wisps in a windstorm, a blur against the bustle of the city. Shadow roads aren't part of the shadow realm, but a place between. A shadow cast by the magical conduits that carry positive energy. Um, so here's an another throwback to the positive energy plane. Um, I, I kind of want to drop these... Um, these other planar things throughout my um, my game because I want I want that lore I want first of all I want them to wonder what it is and then I want that lore to come out right I really I really like uh, the Manual of the Planes first edition and there's some great stuff in it um, I just picked up some 2E stuff some Planescape stuff and I also have the third edition um, Manual of the Planes. But man, that first edition one really gets me in the feels. Uh, I, I remember having it and reading about it and just thinking, you know, these this is some crazy shit, right? Um, it blew my little 10-year-old mind. Um, anyway, so uh, now we've got some scenes to take a look at. And uh, some of the scenes that I envision them interacting with is going to be, um, they're going to talk to the warlock, so they're going to talk to Balaam. Um, they will, uh, and, and report their findings, right? Because they have findings. Um, they can, uh, they can guess where the strongest of the three is going to be. Um, they may, um, head out just to double check to the, um, the, uh, the, the last fortress in Morgau. Uh, what was that called? I do not remember. Let's see how fast I can pull up a Midgard map here. Uh, Castle Valak. So there could be a scene at the lock. And then let's see here. So um, taking a look at these scenes, Blom is going to tell them to wait. They need more info. Um, but there are three artifacts. I'm going to stop this here while I type. 
All right, so I actually had this thought earlier and it just came back to me. Um, I want Balam waiting for them when they come back. Uh, I want when they walk back in the tavern, all tattered from the Shadow Realm, I want him sitting there. And he, he will stand up and say, I know you found it. Um, you know, or she told me you had found it, something like that. Um, he's going to say uh, that there are three artifacts they need to track down, that um, he doesn't know where they are, but he is waiting for more info on them. Uh, if they rear their heads, hopefully someone will uh, realize what it is. Um, let's see here. If they do choose to go out to Castle Vlock, I think I wrote a little scene. Um, I don't remember what it was. It was mostly, um, I think it was uh, an encounter with a guard patrol, right? So uh, we can keep that. So uh, I will keep the guard patrol encounter, and um, I think maybe they'll... Uh, Maybe invite them into a ritual or a dinner or something like that, um, and they can see, you know, how, how the other side lives, right? We can do some some weird, gruesome vampire dinner party or something. Um, I want the uh, another scene is I want them to find a doll of Morena. It's uh, this creepy little doll from the Blood Goddess. Um, she has kind of a big thing going on in Zobek that nobody knows about. Um, I want to. Um, I want a, I want a little like uh, little shrine to her, like in a, in a small clearing, with um, with Blair Witch twigs hanging around. I don't remember um, if they were called something in that movie. I don't think they were, but they were little like stick figure kind of things twisted up, hanging all over. If any of you seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. I think they were even all over in uh, part two. Um, that's three good scenes, I think, and um, I'm gonna stick with those. All right, so I went ahead and pulled up my uh, chaotic descriptor generator. Uh, this is one of those castle old school things that uh, I um, I bought and is in an Excel format. Um, like I said, it's random. Um, it has all kinds of crazy stuff in here. I've got uh, uh, going down the list here. I've got random descriptors, uh, general descriptors, female names, male names, and characterization descriptors. Wow, that was very hard for me to say. Um, let's see. So what I'm looking for here, uh, I pulled this out because I want to get a, uh, a couple names out of it. So that dark fey woman is going to be named Emma Loth. Um, let's see here. I want, um, let's see. The guard's male name, the male guard's name can be Alexander, um, and uh, he can be uh, character descriptors. I've got falsely accused, unfeeling, Finian, uh, mischievous, and strapping. I'm going to take um, mischievous oh, no. and strapping and put those in. Now I'm going to pop over to my dungeon tools and see if I can get any inspiration here. Uh, basically, let's see here. We have um, uh, scenarios, the journey to them, and dungeon sites, uh, lore, rooms, room descriptors, room contents, uh, layers, traps, and uh, there are like thousands of these things. So I want to take a look here and um, see if I can get something that will uh, inspire me for secrets or um, maybe some fantastic locations um, 
and I still have to figure out NPCs and monsters and rewards. Alright, so I've got a couple fantastic locations. I've got a burned out house inherited from a lost uncle. Um, I think I'm going to give this to one of the players. I think it'll be interesting. Um, I, in fact, I want um, maybe the gang that they um, they were dealing with to to have burned it down. Um, so for location traits, I've got embers, collapsed floors, exposing secrets, and falling wood. I also have a hidden shard of chaos in here. Um, the um, the Excel spreadsheet gave me an idea about um, uh, a burned down family place holding a secret magic item. So there you go, Hidden Shard of Chaos. Uh, it was also a randomly generated thing from that those sheets. Um, let's see here, Holy Relic of Perun, Leaving Town. Um, I've got location traits would be on the caravan. I've got spooked horses, disguised guards, and a fake relic, right? Because if there's people trying to steal it, well, it's probably going to be, uh, they're probably going to expect that, right? Uh, and then if, if they decide to use the characters in the past, I have the Perun Museum. Ancient armor, secret passages, and difficult to plunder. Um, I need to go through and make some NPCs, uh, monsters, rewards. Um, also do secrets. Uh, I set up a question. I have, my question is how many romantic relationships have you had and how many have you loved? Um, this is all in my quest to pump the characters for as much information that they can sell to the Shadows Fae as uh, I can get out of them. So, um, I will probably stop here. I might write secrets. I might not. It might be just, uh, some hex crawling tomorrow. So, We'll find out. What I really need to do, though, is sit down and write some encounter tables. Like I said, I wanted to uh, get um, like 20, um, 20 entries for the areas kind of around Zobek. And uh, it's not too bad, I don't think. It's, um, it's mostly plains and forest, so I think I can um, easily... Yeah, plains, forest, and maybe a little mountains. So I can easily uh, go in and uh, make up three, like that, that's 60 items. It's its not too much that uh, I can't do in a couple hours. So I, I think that's where the rest of my focus is gonna be on prep this evening. Um, I don't know, I have a rewards deck that I pull stuff out of. Um, I, I'm sure I also have a treasure, treasure generator around here. Um, I don't have anything specific I want to give them. There was that coin from the last session that they never got, uh, but I think I'm keeping that on Linus. Um, let's see here. I have notes from last year or last session. I have um, I have a crazy shadow fae who fell in love with uh, my son's character. Um, they did um, they did memories together. <laughs> they extracted one of his memories and they smoked it. And uh, they got really high, and he woke up days later uh, with uh, some gambling money because I rolled good on the um, uh, not debauchery chart. What's it called? Um, carousing chart. Uh, let's see here. I have the peddler that sold them the key. Um, I have a um, dark azer who they met. I don't even remember how they met that dark azer, but. Uh, he was, um, I don't know, selling something, I think. 
um, he was a friend or a contact or something. I will try and find that out at the beginning of the next session. So there's nothing from the last session that I need to tie into this. Um, I've still got some rumors that never came up, but um, I don't think that uh, they will matter. Uh, so I may... Um, so Sly Flourish wants us to lead through rumors because he doesn't want anything too important to... Um, be, be stuck right so he doesn't want the players to be stuck without knowing these things and possibly like these things being sent out of the campaign but what i think i might do with them uh is put them in a different um section um like i've got some um some shadow realm secrets here i've also got some fey court secrets here so i might split them up into different secret areas um which was one thing i had decided I wanted to do was have secrets for all the factions so if I have secrets for all the factions when they're asking about these factions I can have these secrets ready to go so um, I think that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna start incorporating my unused secrets into um, into uh, a secrets file basically that will have uh, a, a secrets dossier if you will on all the different factions in the area so I think I'm set. Uh, I've been kind of a slacker about posting this stuff to Patreon lately, so I think I'm going to take a screenshot of this and uh, post it over on Patreon. Uh, if you want to go there, it, uh, it's actually, unfortunately, it's um, one of my Patreon-only things that I'm kind of, kind of promising. I'm putting up other posts there. I just put up a weather post that I will probably uh, start messing with um, my, my weather table. I'll use it this session and see how it works out. And, uh, see um what tweaking i need to do because there's always more tweaking to do um i've also got um encounter tables that i'm working on uh i think i posted that on my blog though not on my patreon uh i'm kind of all over the place i need to to focus a place maybe and uh keep putting stuff uh in in one place maybe i don't know i if you've got any suggestions for me i'd love to hear them um, but uh, I'm kind of experimenting with uh, throwing th stuff everywhere, just kind of barfing it up all over the internet and seeing where things stick. So um, I think it might be a good idea to maybe duplicate my public Patreon posts on my blog and vice versa. So uh, let's see here. I don't think uh, there's anything too exciting on this, um, this encounter sheet. I did um, download a rocket book for my phone and printed out some Rocketbook sheets. So that, that might be exciting, I don't know. Um, I kind of encased, um, the Rocketbook has a specific format it needs to capture and then it just automatically, you'll send it off if I uh, have a certain box checked. So what I did is I filled in that box on the computer, I cut out the center of um, this format and then I pasted my encounter sheet into the middle of it. Um, it uh, it's the same one I've kind of been using. Um, it's got uh, uh, some grid for notes. It's got uh, my um, encounter table, which has just been updated to um, include spore, tracks, and traces. Uh, basically what I'm doing is, uh, so if we're in a dense area, uh, the encounter DC is 15. So on a 14, you're gonna find spore. On a 13, you're gonna find tracks. On a 12 or an 11, you're gonna find traces. Um, and all of these across the top, if you roll a 20, then you're gonna find a layer. Um, what these are, of course, would depend on the encounter roll and uh, where you are. So that's what I gotta work on next. 
and um, I'll probably post my encounter table somewhere for you all to see. So uh, that's about all I got for you. So I'll talk to you guys later. That's all the nuggets I've got this week. Show notes available at slackernerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the Anchor FM app or website. Email me at cockatrice-nuggets at slackernerds.com or check out my blog at slackernerds.com with links to Patreon and all my other socials. Come join us on the Audio Dungeon Discord server. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share with your friends and shout it from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out is great with me. Thanks for listening.